Good morning, and welcome back to Here's the Thing. It's been a while, guys. Um, I've missed talking to you. There have been two reasons I've been absent. One, life got way more hectic than I ever expected it to get. Things got absolutely crazy and wild. But now that little fever dream blip of my life is over, I feel like I'm back to reality and ready to sit down and talk with you again. And two, the last three times I've tried to record an episode, I talk for an hour and a half, I do all my editing, and it just doesn't save. So after the third time, I was just so fed up that I decided I was going to put it away for a while and come back when I had the mental energy to try and figure that out. I think I did figure it out, so cross your fingers that I can actually send this one out. Oh man, okay, well, as life was getting hectic, I spent a lot of time laying on the floor in my home. The living room was my go-to spot. I just like to lay on the carpet and look up at the ceiling. Sometimes, you know how when you're laying in bed, if you put your arms straight up, it just kind of hangs there? Sometimes I do that, and that was a relaxing thing for me during that hectic time of life. And I would use that floor laying time as a reflective period, a meditation, if you will. And something I realized while I would lay on the floor is that my personality, my dynamic, feels completely different now than it did four or five years ago. And you're probably like, yeah, duh, that was five years ago, you've changed as a person. Yes, I have. But also, the shocking thing that I realized was that four years ago, I forced myself to go into places I wasn't comfortable with so that I could be more acceptable to my peers. And I don't mean that like with peer pressure or drinking or drugs or anything like that. I mean that with social energy. If someone asked me, like, hey, you want to go attend this thing, go to this, do this, I would say yes solely because I didn't want to seem like the loser or like the boring friend, right? Um, And don't get me wrong, I did enjoy going to a lot of those things. I do still like going out a lot. But I feel like a few years ago, I was forcing myself to be more energetic and social in different settings, specifically like a classroom and in group settings, different friend groups, because I felt like I had to, not because I was actually that energetic person. And that was just kind of a shocking thing for me because I always thought that that was who I was. But deep down, I always wished, like, I wish I, I, could, I wish I could just tell them this is going to drain me. I don't want to do that. Or I'm getting really tired. Or sorry, I feel like this isn't really up my alley. I would force myself to do things that were just mentally draining to me um, and use the excuse of going out of my comfort zone to justify that. And now looking back on that, I was drained. Those things exhausted me. Going out of my way to do things that I knew would be draining for me, surprise, ended up being draining. Um, And so recently, and more so even in the past few months, I've been realizing, you know what, I am a little bit more 
introverted than I ever wanted to admit I was. I do recharge from being by myself and doing quiet social things, I guess you could say, like going for hikes, watching movies, hanging out with my like intimate group of friends. I'm not someone who finds energy in parties and huge social events and things of the like. And again, don't get me wrong, sometimes I really do love those things, but I found a good amount of the time I would prefer to do something calming by myself or with a few people than with a huge crowd of people. But for the first few years of high school especially, I felt that if I ever voiced that, I'd be seen as like the party pooper. Like, hey Stella, want to go to this party? If I said, you know, I'm really tired tonight, this week has been draining, I don't think I will. I thought that in my brain, that person who asked me would stop liking me because I didn't want to do this thing. And I'm very blessed to be surrounded with extroverted friends, um, people who really like to go crazy and wild every night and go to big social events, and I love those people for it. But I am also blessed with some very introverted friends, and they're the ones who kind of opened me up to that, to be like, hey, you don't have to go to this thing. You don't have to do that. Why are you going? And when I started to think about it more, I was like, well, I'm going because I want to, but not really. I wanted to go because I wanted other people to be accepting of me and because I wanted to feel like I was a part of something. And I think anyone can relate to this, depending on the situation, even people who are very extroverted and who do find their energy in big social situations, in crowds. And it's just something we don't talk about a lot, and honestly, I don't think a lot of people notice. Because there's a lot of pressure put on physical appearance in our culture. Like, well, I have to change this about myself physically to feel accepted by whatever group. Um, And there's pressure social media-wise. Like, well, I have to have this platform or this thing to feel like I belong with whatever group. And there's pressure to be a yes man to say yes to everything and which leads to people walking over you but you don't often talk about the social dynamic pressure i can guarantee you there are a lot of introverts who you would never guess they're introverts and maybe they are just introverts with a lot of energy but i think a good amount of people are introverted and just feel like they have to act extroverted And when I reflect on my high school life, I look back to freshman year, and I can see how that played out in many of the people I interacted with. I feel like everyone was a lot more talkative, everyone was very outgoing and willing to do things, but then as high school progressed, and now reflecting on senior year so far, A lot of those people are quieter, 
And a good amount of that, I want to be careful how I say this, a good amount of that could be could be because high school's tiring, it's exhausting, and about this time you feel like you don't really want to do things anymore. But I do feel like I've talked to many people who realized that wasn't who they were. High school is a good time to find yourself. And as a freshman, two months in, I was convinced that I had found myself as an outgoing, spontaneous, high-energy, very talkative person. But it was not until this year, now as a senior, that I was willing to admit that was very draining for me. Some other things that led me to that realization were, um, especially with my very, very close friends and people I have dated, I realized very quickly in those relationships that I would much rather spend time with just that person or like two people and have some good quality time together than attend a party together or hang out with a bigger group. And at first I felt really bad about that because say I was hanging out with a friend and they'd be like, hey, we could go hang out with these people. I was worried that if I said, well, no, I'd like, I'd prefer to just hang out with you or do this thing with you. They'd think I was boring or they'd like be disappointed and not tell me or they would judge me and not tell me. But when I did actually say that, I found that a lot of the time those people were like, okay, yeah, me too. I was hoping you'd say that. Um, crap, now I'm losing my train of thought there, but that's another thing that helps me realize that. And that's another thing that helped me realize other people are probably in a similar boat. So now the question comes up, how often do you actually stay true to your personality? And don't hear me say if you're an introvert, you have to act like a stereotypical introvert all the time. Or if you're an extrovert, you have to act like a stereotypical extrovert all the time. Everyone needs their own things. Very loud people need quiet time. Very quiet people need big crowds and social time sometimes. But how often do we pretend we're someone else just so we can fit in with a crowd? And now I'm going to say the most cliche thing ever. um, And that's just, it's okay to be yourself. You were created in a very intimate way to be exactly who you are. There was not a mistake when you were crafted and brought into this world. And that goes for physical appearance, that goes for emotions, that goes for what groups you fit into, and how much energy you have, what you're capable of in a social setting. So yeah, it's so okay to be yourself and live into the 
innate personality you were given because guess what? If you're the quietest person ever, if you just live into that, eventually you're going to find someone else who either feels the same way you do and understands you or someone who balances you out well. That just tends to happen. If you're the loudest person ever, same thing. You're either going to find someone else who gets that and has the energy for you and understands that on your level or someone who balances you out. Either way, if you just live into who you were created to be, it's one of the healthiest things you can do for yourself. Um, It's less draining. You're not exhausted trying to force yourself into a social mask that you don't have. And you just become a happier person overall. Once I stopped trying to force myself to do social things when I knew they'd be draining just because I wanted to not be a party pooper, I'm so much happier. Now I find I actually have the energy for the things I really love. I really have the energy for the people that I want to spend quality time with. Because before, when I was just spending all this time with people I didn't really want to be around at social situations I really didn't want to invest in, I came back tired and did not have the mental capacity to be the best version of myself for the people I loved. And I didn't have the energy to do things like this even for a while. But now that I've realized that, I'm trying my absolute darndest not to put myself in those situations again. That being said, though, and I apologize, my voice is going right now. I did not become a hermit, and I'm not telling you to become a hermit either. I'm just telling you to allow yourself into social situations that are life-giving to you and that bring you energy instead of ones that are going to be exhausting to you or bring you down. Still talk to people. Still go to social events, because I think never going to those things can become a problem, but only allow yourself what you're mentally capable of. Um, I still love talking to people. I still love meeting people, making random friends, um, and occasionally going to huge social events. But I do find that I'm more willing to go to those things if I'm not expected to be with a group of people the whole time. If I can just go by myself or with a few other people and observe and have my own little spot within the huge event, works well for me. Another interesting thing to think about, kind of similar to this, is your personality on a more specific level, your personality type, and why or why you don't love social some love some social things. One test you can take is the Myers Briggs personality test, and that's one of the most accurate ones and most in-depth ones. So I recommend taking that. Personally, I am the debater, which I think is the ENTP, and that essentially told me that. I am assertive, sometimes when I don't need to be, and can come across as 
intimidating, but I'm also protective and in being assertive, stand up for what I believe and the minority and the underdog, which I do think is very accurate to me. Enneagram-wise, the Enneagram is the other one you can take. That one is a little less in-depth, but that one has also been used for thousands of years, so it's really interesting. That one has had a lot of research done on it and tends to be accurate to most people who take it. It also has some more complex crossovers, like your wing numbers, so you have your main number and then one on either side of it that you relate to on a smaller scale. So mine is the Enneagram 8 and I have a wing 7. And, excuse me, knowing this made everything a little bit clearer for me. Not a little bit, so much clearer for me when I was reflecting on these personality traits of mine. Because Enneagram 8, again, very similar to the debater, is assertive, can come across as kind of intimidating, and bold, but also protective. But then my wing number as a 7, 7s are fun seekers, pleasure seekers, and they tend to be more social. So, with the eight, like, it explains the, how do I word this? It explains the standards I have for myself socially. Like, if this is draining for me, I'm not going to do it. You probably can't convince me otherwise anymore. But the seven explains how I still do need those connections because, I mean, let's be honest, it is more fun a lot of the time to be with other people. Um. So, yeah, that was just interesting to know, and I recommend taking both of those tests if you're interested in that at all. It's really interesting also now to have knowledge in those things and be able to observe other people in social settings because you can tell who wants to be there and who doesn't and who's kind of forcing themselves to be outgoing in that setting, and if you know it really well, sometimes it's fun to try and, like, guess what their personality type is, what their number is, whatever. Um, so, yeah, recommend taking those. Maybe I'll put the link in the description here if you're interested, but you can also just look it up on Google. So, yeah, that's about it. Thanks for joining me today, guys. For some reason in my head, I thought we were going to be going a little more in-depth there and a little more philosophical, but to be honest with you, I feel like I said everything I need to say. You can be yourself, whether you're introverted or extroverted. You don't need to force yourself into a different personality. People really, like, aren't going to judge you for it. I wish I had noticed that a lot earlier, but, yeah. You don't need to be someone else for people to like you. And when you do tap into your innate personality and the person you were created to be, you find the people who balance that out and who rock with it. So, yeah. Take what you will from that. Don't change if you don't want to. (laughs) I'm just telling you my own experiences and what's helped me, what I've noticed. So, thank you so much for joining me today. You can find other episodes on 
podcast.heresthething on Instagram. You can find other episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can email me at here's the podcast. Oh my gosh, here's the thing 16 at gmail.com. Um, or contact me any way else you'd like. Thanks for talking today. I hope you guys have a great rest of your night. See ya.